your turn to be afraid. Are you a fan of things that go bump in the night? Chills up your spine, paralyzed by fright. Thrill by horror at the center of a chat. Then welcome to the Nerds from the Crypt podcast. Welcome to Nerds from the Crypt, the podcast that reviews your favorite and not so favorite horror movies and horror media. Today we're going to be looking at a um, international film, or at least a co-international film, I believe is what it is. I'm being joined by my co-host. Greg and David, how are you guys doing today? Pretty good. Not too bad. Uh, are you guys feeling any cabin fever yet? Um, not not in the fact that I'm like letting any strangers into my house and uh, hopefully not getting any any sickness. You're talking about <laughs> that kind of cabin fever, or I mean, because that that does work both ways. But uh, no, <laughs> um, no, I, I'm I'm feeling all right. I mean, I've got enough stuff here to keep me busy. I mean, between my my uh, all my, my activities work and, and my grandma <laughs> and my wife <laughs> and the dogs. So, you know, she's, they all keep me busy. <laughs> well, on the college campus, I'm a little worried because people keep coming and going and I don't know. I just don't know. Uh-oh. David is that, that guy at the end of a uh, creep show. <laughs> <laughs> He's Lysoling everything and just hoping that nobody comes in. Are you like the oldest young man? Uh, I'm the only man, but I'm also the, uh, the oldest man too. <laughs> you're, you're like, <laughs> get off my lawn, kids! Just stay inside. <laughs> They're like, what, what, are you, what are you talking about, dude? <laughs> we were doing a thousand piece puzzle yesterday, and uh, a big argument broke out because uh, a thousand people's kind of a thousand pieces broke the broke the people in the house. Too oh, much, no. <laughs> too many, too many pieces of puzzle. They were puzzled by it. So today we have a returning guest, and I'll go ahead and let him introduce himself. He uh, was on the on the podcast. Um, how long ago, Greg? Was it like half, oh, half a year? Like half a year? Six I would ago. say about six months ago. We were talking about a, a project that he was working on. Uh, that that actually a few of us that are involved on the Nurse McCrip were working on with him, and uh, uh, it's pretty cool to have him talk about some upcoming other things as well. How are you doing today, John? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. Thanks for having me. It's uh, it's always fun to come and talk to you guys. Just to be on the uh, on on the transparent saying, guys, this is like the second time we're recording this portion of the podcast because <laughs> I goofed up. And um, second well, time, second time we're doing this recording. At least the intro. <laughs> I'm a lot more I'm a lot more pleased with this this intro than that. So I, I feel like I just pulled it all my ass the first time. So it was pretty good that I didn't record. It, it wouldn't be nursing the crypt if we didn't do it a couple of times. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Although, although the the fubs and and re-recording and all that usually happens only when it's only the three of us. When when there's a guest, it's usually pretty well, pretty well, and or at least a competent looking uh, podcast. True, true. But then, I mean, with with John Horsley, it's it's almost like having like a you know you got you got a good buddy friend that just comes on and and it's like oh he's cool we could we could screw up I mean or whatever we, like you yeah. literally had a great conversation for like ten minutes yeah we we're like ten minutes in oh you know what guys uh, stop talking now <laughs> stop talking because I wasn't better. recording for the last ten minutes. It's always better the second time, right? Yeah, it's like leftovers. <laughs> just practice. Just yeah. practice. It's so always John, better the second day. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, John, can you uh, tell us what what uh, you're working on and what uh, we can, uh, what people can can uh, work people can find you actually? Yeah, sure. So, I, I'm a host over at the Spoiler Country podcast. Where we talk about uh, nerd topics. You know, we talk about movies and comics and, and books and TV shows. Um, we've kind of changed our format a little bit in the last uh, six months. We used to do a lot of, we still do, like every Monday we do this episode, it's like a topic where my co-host Ken and I discuss something or we talk about a movie or a TV show, but we've been um, doing a lot of interviews lately, which is awesome, uh, but we're up to releasing you know four to five episodes a week because we just have so much content. We're actually interviewing somebody, at least one person a day right now and more. Um and uh, we've had people like Robert Wool and uh, Mark Rolston came on and Emily Swallow came on. And it just, it's just kind of insane how, how much it's going out there. And if you want to check out that podcast, just any podcast or spoiler country or go to scpod.net. And then comic wise, I just signed on a couple weeks ago to be the colorist on a new comic called Voodoo Chili uh, with artist Pete, um, Pete Woods and uh, writer Casey Allen. 
uh, it's basically about uh, the Vietnam War and uh, uh, a voodoo priest, and that's kind of where I'll leave that. But it's it's, it's pretty it's pretty awesome. Nice. Yeah, cool. Hopefully we can we can get first crack at, at interviewing someone for for that. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Sweet. So, what? How have you guys been handling other than than just recording all day, pretty much every day? <laughs> um, the the isolation. Uh, for me, I've been doing a lot of like uh, I have all my kids home. All five of my kids are here, so we've been doing a lot of like Roblox and Minecraft parties and watching movies and just kind of hanging out and trying to make the best of uh, them being home and not be able to go anywhere and see their friends. Greg went, um, went, took the Pedro route from, from uh, Napoleon dynamite. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, uh, it got, got too hot. My wife has been wanting to shave my head for some time during this whole thing. The last like three weeks, she keeps asking because <laughs> it was getting like, my hair is getting a little long and um, she's been, she's been on me for it. And then uh, with the starlight, comic kickstarter that uh that we talked about uh last episode with travis webb uh i we just put it up as a as a thing like you know hey if we hit this mark uh, of people you know we're gonna shave the head because like i kind of just wanted to see how how long it grew i haven't had long hair in a long time so i was kind of excited but she was so persistent that she wanted to shave my head and she got her wish finally because we had enough backers in the day to do it and she was as happy as one could be. You can see the video on my Facebook page because she <laughs> shaves my head. And she gave me a really cool Lion King, or Tiger King, Lion King, Tiger King haircut for, at first. So I got the, I got the full on mullet. But now Greg it's exotic. Yeah. Greg exotic. My, um, my grandma who lives with us was not excited about the haircut. Um, she, uh, she, she saw something was off because of wearing a hat. Um, in the morning when she saw me and she also claimed that I looked like Popeye because I was wearing like striped shirt and a bunch of other stuff that, that very much exuded this Popeye look. And then I said, what else about Popeye? And she's like, Popeye's bald. And I took off the hat and she just starts slapping me and screaming in Japanese. So, <laughs> so, so, and then, but then she started singing Popeye the sailor man and told me to go back to work. Cause <laughs> get out of the kitchen. So I was like, all right. Did you say the other day y'all scared each other and called each other ghosts? Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's like, I, so she goes to bed about, um, about five o'clock. Uh, she has TV shows that she watches in her, in her room. And uh, I, I was popping back into my office, which kind of like the kitty corner against each other um, or like up against like there's like the doors all connect like, you know, weird, you know, like they're just all they're all at the end of the hallway type thing. Right. And she was coming out to go to the bathroom and I was just popping out because I heard something and I opened the door and the lights were off in the hallway and we both were standing there in front of each other. And I I got scared because there was there was a. a, a I, I honestly did what I thought looked like a ghost it was my grandma in her in her little bathrobe and you got to realize she's an 88 year old Japanese woman so she, she's like she's very small very very fragile looking but uh, uh, quick with the hands because she caught me with some because <laughs> as soon as she she goes why you scare me what, 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 what? <laughs> she got me good because uh, if she yelled at me She's like, she yelled at me that I was the ghost and then she swatted me like she was going to hit the ghost. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we, uh, we both scared each other pretty good. <laughs> the typical we to find a way to go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say typical day in, 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 in our household where, where stuff like that is, is pretty, pretty normal. <laughs> we have to find a way to entertain ourselves during this, this time, right? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. For sure. All right. Um, so today we're going to be talking about the, uh, 2000 and is it 12 or 2013? 2013. Um, that's when it was, um, is it 13? Are you sure? I think it was 2012 or something. Um, uh, I need to be says 12. 12. Yeah. Oh, weird. I, okay. Yeah. 2012, um, monster or fe- uh, creature feature horror slash sci-fi slash um romantic comedy kind of yeah thing? yeah it all <laughs> it has um, it all a little everything and international did i say international um international it was co-produced by united the united kingdom and ireland so i think they set it in ireland just to keep it from being the the typical thing where it's always like aliens always land in the u.s 
or mm-hmm. of course, or or the, the UK. If I guess if it's a, a UK, um, well, I guess Ireland. What is it? Is Ireland the one that's part of the UK, or is it North, Northern Ireland? Northern Northern Ireland is Ireland's not part of the UK. Okay, so so, <laughs> so yeah, so then I guess this this is uh, completely out of out of the United States or and out of the UK because then Doctor Who would have showed up to stop him. You gotta throw that. I gotta throw the doctor in there every once, at least once an episode. Oh, there Um, was a doctor in this movie. (laughs) We'll get to it. There was a doctor. Yes, (laughs) we'll get to it. (laughs) Um, So, John, you, um, you, you, uh, you're the one that found this this film for us to go ahead and and um, and talk about. How did you hear about this movie? Did you hear it when it came out, or is it something you found on on while you're looking for something to stream? I just found out while looking online, Greg's like, Hey, pick a movie. I'm like, all right. So I was trying to, I was trying to find something I never heard of before. Something that like just something I hadn't watched. And this is what came up when I, on one of my searches and I read this description for it and I was like, no, nope, that sounds ridiculously awesome. So I was like, what's that one? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually surprised that this movie did not have a theoretical uh, release, especially with some of the trash that comes out in theaters. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <Right>? uh. <laughs> well, and it wasn't, I, I think it should have. Cause like, I don't know. The special effects on it were were not bad. Oh, definitely. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I think because uh, I I did watch a couple of, of like behind the, the scenes kind of things on on um, on YouTube, and, and let's say go ahead and say just say it's on YouTube. So take anything that I, that I might pull out of that with a grain of salt, because <laughs> uh, you that's nothing that's been totally uh, verified. But I think they they the first thing they did was try to find a a of a special effect company that would be able to uh, capture the, the creature and um, they put money into it to the point where they didn't have the money for the full soundtrack. They wanted a full orchestra for it. <laughs> but so what the, the composer did, and like I said, remember, just take this for the green salt. Cause I'm, I'm just repeating something I heard <laughs> um, from what I heard. Um, the composer actually, decided not to take a payday so that they couldn't get the, the rest of the, the orchestra or whoever was going to play the rest of the music for them so that they can actually afford it. Oh. And I really did enjoy the, the music in this, in this um, film. Oh, definitely. Yeah. David was really hyped up um, because of where it takes place in Ireland. Well, yeah. So I studied uh, my senior year of college. I studied abroad in Northern Ireland, um, but this film took place in Belfast uh, which is where, fun fact, where the Titanic was built, actually. Oh, oh. Um, and, okay, this has nothing to do with the movie, but the Titanic Museum is in the shape of an iceberg. What? <laughs> <laughs> they think it's, the country think it's so funny. Everybody thinks it's funny. They can take a joke. <laughs> and then everybody else is like, <laughs> yeah, that's insensitive. <laughs> yeah. It just it gives everyone else a sinking feeling. <laughs> right. Oh, but I'm But I'm Greg. And now we're gonna get hate mail. Because <laughs> ninety eight. What? Well, not. What well, was? Too soon. 98. Too soon. It's now. It's over hundred yeah, years, too, right? Too yeah. Soon. Yeah. I remember seeing that movie in the theater three times, not by choice. <laughs> I have. I have never seen that movie. Oh, you're lucky. You're not missing. <laughs> it's my 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 fourteen year old son. It, it's his favorite movie for some reason. Oh man. Uh, you can you can watch like two movies while you watch Titanic once, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, wait, you should tell them about Titanic, the the sequel to it, and then tell them that you know, like, and then have them go look for the Blu-ray version, right? Yeah, there's a sequel. There's that uh that YouTube um, fan film. I don't know if you all yeah. saw that one, Titanic Two. Where yeah, where they're pulling Leonardo DiCaprio out of an ice cube, oh, <laughs> and he turns into Captain America. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I think he turns into he turns into a, what, what was the name of the guy um, from Catch Me If You Can? Oh, and then he goes off on and does all those yeah. things. The, yeah, <laughs> that that's actually that would be that'd be such because it's like yeah, it, in the future he would just be that guy because he was like in the past. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is that's brilliant. I want to see this now. Okay, sold. All right, we're de- de- we're derailing. Choo-choo. Oh my gosh! That's our, that's our other podcast, our other fictional podcast. You'll never believe what I found yesterday. So, speaking of trains, I found a Mickey Mouse train set in a box because I've been cleaning out the house like everyone else and their mother and brother and sister and cousin and everything else. 
So I'm going through some boxes. I found a Mickey Mouse train set. I'm gonna have to do a video. I'm gonna <laughs> put it up. I'm gonna put it together and put it up. Mickey Mouse train set. It's amazing. I'll set up the oval and I'll put a plate in the middle. Plates and trains. John Broadway. <laughs> what the heck's going on? That's our other um, other fictional podcast where th- where we go off the rails and talk about plates and, and trains. trains. Oh, our- I like, it. Trains, I like yeah. it. Choo-choo! Choo-choo! <laughs> um, so, yeah, grabbers. Uh, I want to say that I did see a, a, uh, a preview to this a couple of years ago, and I did want to talk about it on the podcast, but it just never happened. And I don't, I'm pretty sure it was this one. I, I know it was an, it was an English film or a, an, an international film, but I couldn't remember if it, if it was this one or there was another one that's kind of similar to it. And, uh, but when I first saw the pre- the preview, I'm like, oh, this is kind of a unique, uh, I guess, premise. And, um, yeah, I, I, it kind of, kind of hooked me. I was like, eh, let's go ahead and do it. I think like, as I was watching it, like it was so believable for like the place that it was set. Right. Cause it's like this fishing town and like all these people are just kind of winding everybody up about this sea monster and then, like, it actually happens. And then, they're, you know, the solution they come up with is, like, so... What would happen there? Yeah, so far-fetched. And, yeah, like, reality. everybody instantly goes with it. Like, that's... They're like, yeah, everybody's on board. I, uh, yeah, I sent that gift to, to Greg. <laughs> We're not that drunk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that was good. Yeah, the, uh, what? I was gonna say no. It, it totally did. It, it like David said. It totally felt like it was a believable situation. Like you got the small town. It's got the lore around it, where you know people coming into it, they could you know if 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 they're if they're trying to pitch that that picturesque town, but with that weird lore, um, and and people buying into it. Yeah, yeah. You'll you'll sell that idea, and then all of a sudden that weird thing happens. You're like, oh crap. <laughs> <laughs> what is? What I feel like is is, is uh, pretty funny is that the police chief is going on vacation for two weeks and he decides to bring in a, a just a new person just for two weeks because he can't I guess he can't um, trust his main guy there to take, make sure he's not drunk or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's God, it was funny. It's I, I laughed. <laughs> that scene. I was watching. <laughs> I, I watched it last night and um, went to bed. My wife was already asleep and she woke up and was like, oh, you're watching a movie. I'm like, yeah, I got to watch it for tomorrow morning. And then she woke up and watched the whole thing with me. And she was like, well, I watched the movie. And she that was funny, too. She, when I first told her the premise of the movie, she was like, I have no interest in that at all. <laughs> but <laughs> she had a good time. I, I actually enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot, actually. This uh, the, the the main cop guy, um, what's his name? Uh, Richard uh, Coyle? 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 Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know him from uh, Sabrina. Yep, Faustus. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I know this guy from somewhere. I just can't, I can't place him. And then after a while, I heard his voice. I'm like, ah, yeah, yeah, I, I know where this guy's from. And um, and I actually had to double check just to make sure because I, I do that a lot. Like, oh, yeah, this guy's from, yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm totally wrong. He's never even been close to doing that type of role. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um, the only thing... Um, and I guess we can talk about it later on when we're, we're we're getting towards the end. The only thing that I didn't believe is the relationship that happens. And like it happens like too quickly. I think. Um, I don't know if you if you all agree with that. It's I watch like, a lot of Hallmark movies, so you know this. You know this. You know that that man's dad is Santa Claus, and they they were forever pen pals in the past and they love each other. That's how it happened so fast. It only takes an hour and a half in horrific tragedy to fall in love. Exactly. Exactly. Well, the thing is that, and a lot of alcohol. Now now you you guys are, you you guys are, are are more writers and editors and uh, about this stuff than I am. I'm just, just thinking about it. I feel like it coming from her coming from a different location it's not as believable for them to fall in love that quickly than if she was already there and just resented him for being an alcoholic. Okay. You want my hot take on this? Hot take. Go ahead. Ooh, okay. Hot takes. Hot takes. Well, and, th- and this kind of comes up later, but uh, it, it's, I would say as she explains why she's there, 
it all comes together. He's a bad boy. He's a bad boy. <laughs> you know? So Just love them bad boys. So it's more of the um the bad boy and the workaholic <clears throat> that never really yeah. takes time for herself. Yeah, you know, and uh, he's 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 kinda he brings he brings a little bit of levity, but but also as as things progress, she sees that he's he's got some structure or some he's grounded in some ways once he once he sheds off that that bad boyism, but also <laughs> you know uh, he sheds the sheds off that that little bit of uh, that, that 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 armor if you will that's been protecting him and and she sees oh he's not so bad. <laughs> so. We, we start with Patty, who is the town drunk. Everybody knows he is pretty much lives drunk. He um, captures something in a lobster, uh, what is it called? Lobster cage, and yeah. uh, which he originally thinks is a lobster, um, and it spits <laughs> on, on the other guy that's out there. Um, what, I don't Imagine even know if it spit or what did he do? I think I, I thought he peed on it, but. <laughs> I thought it was pee too, but <laughs> marking mark his territory. Yeah. <laughs> that's mine. Um, I mean, it, it, we we see we see the the after effects pretty quickly of, of one of these grabbers. Oh yeah, um, and he decides to take it home. But we are called out to the uh, to the I guess to the beach because we, there's mutilated whale corpses. Mm-hmm. Um, we are introduced to one of the, I guess one of the supporting uh, supporting characters, Doctor Smith here, who is very much in love with animals and. Uh, in, is kind of intrigued by what's going on with everybody's like not knowing, not knowing what happened with these whales, you know? Yeah. He's kind of like, Oh, it happens. I mean, things happen, but I love these animals. This is when he's dead whales. (laughs) (laughs) When he's introduced the grabber, he is like so excited about what's going on until it turns on him. Yeah. (laughs) This is the most important thing of the century. Or so, something like smash, that. smash, smash. Yeah. <laughs> so, and, and we're gonna we're gonna we're not necessarily gonna have to go you know uh, beat for beat for the the film. So, but I wanted to ask David if he ever heard this insult that that um, he uses on the on the, um, O'Shea. O'Shea's the the main cop guy, uh, where he decides to catch it on fire, and he's like, no, 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 don't do that, because of course the the sprinklers are on, and these things are really love water. Um, but he's like, you really are Irish. I was like, is that an insult that, that people use out there? Um, I never ran around that insult so much, but the two phrases that like did ring true. I don't know if you two picked up, if uh, y'all picked up on this a lot, but they kept using the phrase crack a lot. Uh Um, yeah. And, um, so before we traveled over there, our professor was like, just so you know, if they start talking about crack, it's not a drug. It's their <laughs> word for fun. So when you're like, you want to go out of the pub for the week and you're like, oh, let's go for some good crack. It's just like having good fun. Uh-huh. And so like, that's all they're saying. They're like, oh yeah, I'm like this is some good crack. So that's some good times. Okay. Uh, which is so funny watching it like as Americans being like, oh, these guys keep talking about crack this whole movie. And uh, <laughs> we're just having a lot of fun. Um, no crack is involved. No, and it's, it's spelled different too. It's spelled C R A I C. Yeah. Are you are you one of um one of those people who watch it with the subtitles on? I do everything. I've watched everything with subtitles for the last like for the last decade. I I really like watching with subtitles, but my wife doesn't, so I just I just do not put them on anymore because then I forget <laughs> to turn them off. <laughs> I find without subtitles, I for some reason I don't follow the story as well because I'm when I have subtitles on I read it all and it actually with my kids I we started doing that too and the kids my kids learned to read by watching subtitles which is kind of bad but also kind of good <laughs> <laughs> the only time I can't follow the subtitles is if it's a Spanish movie and it's dubbed in English or the subtitles are in English I'm like I'd rather just took off the subtitles because I'm, I'm paying attention to the English version rather than the Spanish version uh-huh. so yeah <laughs> I don't know that if does that even compete with anybody? No, like, that makes sense. So when I yeah. when when I'm doing stuff with my grandma and it's got she she'll throw subtitles on on a on Japanese language uh, show or or movie. I'm I'm sitting there, my brain's trying to, my brain's already trying to translate stuff at, at a like a first graders level. So I'm like, <laughs> and, and I'm just like, I just read it. So I don't know, it's just weird. But I only speak one language, so I don't have that problem. <laughs> it's either English <laughs> or English. 
Well, see, no, I, I, I'm pretty fluent with Spanish. It's just that I'd rather hear it in Spanish than try to be reading it in English. Yeah. Because then it's like you might my brain's automatically tra- in, um, translating it, but then uh, you're overriding it with by reading it, and it doesn't <laughs> compute sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, um, one one thing that I didn't, I feel like Patty already knew that it didn't like alcohol, that it liked water. Mm-hmm. Um, because as oh, soon yeah. as the water went off, as soon as the water went off, he like, um, I'm, I'm out of here. Oh, he dipped yeah. quick. He was like, I'm yeah. done. I'm out of here. You guys go handle that thing. <laughs> yeah, because uh, he did attack him. Attacked him at night, right? And he, yeah. that's why he was able to bring it uh, to the to them for them to see. And then, I guess it, it it failed. But we see another another person get attacked by it, and that person is not so lucky because, uh, as we see later on, um, a head comes down uh, while, oh, yeah. while these guys are going to do a uh, I guess a welfare check on them. <laughs> yeah, that was. I that enjoyed was... The, the practical effect. That that was a practical effect, uh, yes. not a real head. <laughs> no, that, oh, it wasn't real. I'm out. But that, but but honestly, though, like the amount of like there was digital effects and practical effects, but the way they married mm-hmm. up uh, in this film, I I really I really appreciated that. I liked the way that uh, the use of the practical effects when when uh, used was was done pretty well because you don't see that a lot. And obviously, this is like a few years old, but um, just the use of it was was nice, and I, I felt that 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 added for for a, a horror fan like myself. Um, that likes that thing to see that in this film, and I was mm-hmm. like, "Oh, that's!" I was getting more jazzed about that. How are they going to do that? How are they going to show that? Oh yeah! So, but yeah, <laughs> when the head rolls off the roof, when I feel like it's sad that this film from 2012, who did not, well, that did not get a, a full theoretical, I can't even talk, a release in theaters, um, has better CGI. And some films that are just just have this ex, like extraordinary budget, and how I mean, how does that even happen? How does a film with like, let's say ten times the budget have worse CGI than this, this <laughs> film? I think it comes down to them, them like, as Greg said, the marrying of the practical and special effects and using mm-hmm. them right. I think a lot of films will throw money at CGI and to say, "Hey, here's a bunch of money, make it work," and they'll just spend their time trying to make not not real things real versus just trying to make it look good with the practical effects in the scene. Like, you know, use CGI to enhance a scene, not to build a scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I say little film, but the budget on this one was 5.3 million. Oh. Um, and I think that it, that is a little film in terms yeah, of, in yeah. terms of movie that mm-hmm. it is a small film. And I, I, from what I heard the Ireland actually put in a lot of money because they were um, filming in Ireland and, and, um, I, I I think there's a couple of films in, uh, in Hollywood that have used that as a reason why they're filming in Ireland. Like all of a sudden, it's it's and instead of being in the United States, it's in Ireland because they get a break or they get they, the I guess the was it tourism board yeah pays them yeah. to be able to go ahead and 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 um, use it. I guess they're they're hoping that they're going to get some more uh, attraction um, from visitors there. That's that's pretty cool. That's that's Titanic win for them. Titanic win. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Although I'm not sure I want to go to a town with uh, monsters that eat you, but you know, oh, you know. Yeah, you know. I mean, but they, they start out so cute. They, oh, they are so cute. They hop around. Wait, but are they cute? Because they kind of look like um, male adult sex toys. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I hadn't thought about that. I'm glad. Wait, why would you? So That's- <laughs> <laughs> this should have been this, the movie should have been called Flash of Fleshers. <laughs> Fleshers, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow, wow, we've it's a whole different movie. This is a whole different podcast. <laughs> Welcome to the after hours section. Wow, <laughs> this is what happens when you're in quarantine, yeah. right? The the real people come out. <laughs> oh boy! Uh, so w- there's three different types of grabbers here. Oh, first of all, Patty's the one that uh, dubs them grabbers with uh, the doctor or uh, the. Uh, eco- what is what is he ecologist? Yeah, he's um, a marine ecologist, Doctor uh, Smith. He's like, no, don't you got to call him something else? They have a real genius. They have they have you know they, he's like going through all the scientific stuff, and he's just so bent on like getting their name right. And he's like, he doesn't want to call him grabbers. Ever. But after like the third person calls him grabbers, he's like, all right, whatever. I just whatever. I, I give up. Yeah, and we have so to say Russell Russell Toby was like he's also he's also known for some other good horror stuff. If uh, um. 
if people have watched any of the BBC stuff, Supernatural, um, uh, Being Human, uh, Supernatural show, Being Human. Uh, it was also uh, translated over to American uh, TV on like, sci-fi, I think. But it was he was like the werewolf dude, which I was, well, as soon as I saw him on screen, I was like, oh my god, I know this dude. I've seen him in like, every single episode of that show. Freaked out. Yeah, Being Human's good. He's, he's, he's also the Ray on Supergirl. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, is, is that who... Oh yeah, yeah he is. Flash okay, cool. in the DC, yeah, he's, he's the Ray in the DC universe, which is cool. Awesome. Um, I haven't watched Supergirl in a while. I'm trying to catch up with her on my DC, but yeah, I know, no, I do, I do recall him now. You're like, I recognize him. I know it's him. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I, well, on, I knew, I knew him, but like, I just didn't know where he was from. He was on two episodes of Doctor Who as well. So. Yeah. See, that's where the Doctor comes from. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Voyage of the Damned. <laughs> um, so, where are we at? Oh, well, that's right. I, I lost track of what I was saying. Uh, there's three different types of grabbers here in, in this film. There's the little baby ones, um, which um, the way they made the noises that they made the, the production made baby noises and then they played them backwards uh-huh. to to make the and then for the grabbers when they, their tentacles are moving they they used. Um, the noise of moving pasta around, sloshing pasta around hmm. to kind of um, make that little squirmy kind of wet noise. Makes sense. Yeah. It worked. <laughs> uh, there's the, the female grabber, which is the one that uh, attacks Patty at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And then there's the king grabber, the, the male grabber, which is the one that appears at the, he's in the, the cave at the beginning of the movie. And at, he's the one that comes out at the, at the very end, the, the huge one. Uh, I don't. They, they don't actually show them actually growing or anything like that, right? It's either they're either the female version or the um, yeah, or or the little babies, and then there's that one king grabber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't have any growth. Also, can we just say the only reason they've decided whether it's male or female is because he can't find testicles on the one of them. <laughs> but like, this is an alien species. How would you know what those alien testicles look like? <laughs> we also said. And and she had an egg. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. it wasn't just the testicle comment, but but you know, that's true. The eggs were there. <laughs> um, so we fake figure out. They try to figure out why Patty has not been um, eaten or attacked, and they they find out that it's because he's always drunk. And they they come to the conclusion almost pretty quickly that because alcohol in his bloodstream uh, turns toxic that it's poisonous to the to the grabber and it answered my question because i was like well wouldn't you just be able to rub yourself on alcohol and just you know be safe but no um the the uh, marine college dr smith he was like no it's not until the uh, alcohol hits your bloodstream that it that actually uh turns toxic like okay well i guess they 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 covered themselves there by saying um by closing the plot hole that people might have been able to use uh, especially since our um, female um, protagonist Lisa did uh, had never, dr- I guess I don't know if she has ever had any alcohol, but she's never been drunk before. Yeah, she says she's never been she's never been drunk. That's why they had to do the blood test. Oh, and then she's like, I don't even, I don't even know if I can. What yeah, you know if you can get drunk. Pretty <laughs> the flash. Come on. <laughs> also, they, they 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 kind of ruin not to jump to the very end of the movie, but they kind of ruin their own lore about the alcohol in the bloodstream in the last scene of the movie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they kind of oh. they kind of throw it all out the window but, for the scene. <laughs> well, the thing is, they um, they're just I guess con, con, uh, just guessing of what will work and what won't work. And uh, yeah. and then what they even said, couldn't we just pour down a v- vodka or tequila down his throat? And it's like, well, you could try to get close in, close enough to do it, and then we'll see what happens. You got to remember, so, though, it's homebrew that that old Patty's been drinking on top of everything. Yeah. He's got the stifter, hundred percent pure. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's some that's some grain stuff. That's some that's some real deal business. Ever clear? <laughs> yeah, you don't mess with that. That'll kill you on on on, on contact. So you know, Oof. Irish moonshine. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, this is an Irish solution to an Irish problem, people. That's right. <laughs> I lost my train of thought again. Oh, no, this, I morning, this morning, this morning has been really, really tough on me. I don't know what the heck is going on. Uh-oh. It is Saturday, right? I'm not just skipping work. It is Saturday. <laughs> um, 
Dude, it's so hard to keep track of days. I did not know it was Friday yesterday. I'm, I thought I had no idea what day it was. Oh no, because I haven't left the house in in like two weeks, yeah. and it's like I guess days don't matter anymore. Have you been changing clothes <laughs> every day, or just wearing the same old thing? I mean, I don't want to answer that question out loud while we're being recorded. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, I'm but it, I've been rocking pajamas <laughs> some days. I'm, yeah, I know. I've 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 not put jeans on in three weeks. How's that? Okay, fair. Uh, fair. That sounds pretty cool. I actually have still I still have to go to work for like two days out of the week. So those are the days you actually put pants on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but um, my beard is so much longer than it that I'm not used to. Yeah, I, and I feel like it's uh, getting out of control. Oh so, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Anyways, uh, <laughs> derail <laughs> by my derailment. Um, where are we at? Oh. So they decide that they're gonna they're gonna test they're gonna have to use the test with Lisa because she's never been drunk, mm-hmm. so that she's the only one that pretty much they can use as a as a what is it a test study, yeah. Because everybody else probably has alcohol in their system already, and they get her pretty sloshed. I, I think she well she said she's never had a drink before or never been drunk before, but it, from what yeah, I'm hearing, she takes down a pretty good amount of alcohol there. Oh yeah. Well, and like so, their whole thing about using her as a test subject doesn't make a lot of sense because what they're doing is making um, a blood, uh, you know, the blood alcohol content equal a certain amount to try and see if it kills it. Why would it matter if she hadn't drank before? They could have used. I mean, if it's you're trying to get it to be a certain content or a certain content of alcohol, if it already, if your blood already has alcohol because you're already drunk, it wouldn't matter if you added more to it. It would just be oh, because because then their theory is oh, this worked. Now everybody get drunk. It's fine. It just it just. They could have just had the old drunk dude get drunk again rather than having the non-drunk person who's never been drunk before get completely sloshed too. If she somebody who'd never drank before got that sloshed, they'd probably be puking. Um, but that's you know, movie magic, I guess. But you have to also <laughs> remember the two people who came up with this theory were the two drunk people. Yeah. <laughs> just right. <laughs> just so like this O'Shea, is a good idea. O'Shea and Patty were like, we'll just get her drunk. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna be the best drunk. Yeah. And she was pretty functional as a drunk. I mean, she drove a car, a truck, and crashed a thing. Yeah. <laughs> Did you notice the homage to aliens there, other than oh, the, the face-hugging right? part? Right, right. Yeah, no, there was a few. There was a few. Was like, like uh, the squirt gun. Away. The squirt gun scene. The I was gun. dying. <laughs> when the guy's, like, trying to light it. And he's trying to get And he runs out there with the super soaker. And he's like, ah! Oh my god, just dying. Sorry, it's just like. But when when she pushes the grabber to the pit, yeah. Um, what? Did, how did she say? It? Um, stay away from him, you you bitch, or something like that. Uh, you cunt. <laughs> no, she yeah, she said cunt. Was like, yes, it's finally an Irish film. They said cunt. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's very Irish. Which which is an homage to to Ripley. Um, and I believe was it was it Alien or Aliens? It's aliens, right? When she's in the in the robot suit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, in the in the mover. In the mover. Here you go. Um, that was yeah, one of so, my favorite toys as a kid. <laughs> I love that thing. I remember the video game of Aliens where you, you get a chance to, to move in that thing around. Yeah. Um, so there's a bunch of homages. They, they even have uh, Night of the Living Dead in it. But from what I understand, that movie went into public domain because they didn't properly, yeah, yeah. Um, was it trademark it or something or copyright yeah. it? They didn't do that. Yeah. Uh, so now... So now that's the reason why it's usually the the film that everyone's watching in horror movies. Hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and oh, they go to the freaking church, and they're they're drunk off you know drunk off their their asses. They decide they're going to try to get everybody to go to the the bar for a party, and everybody's getting pissed until they say we're going. It's drinks are free on a, or or on the house, and they're like yeah. Even though ladies, they're all they're all just happy to go get some free drink from right from church, <laughs> right? Let's but again, like, this a question. It's so funny because it's Saturday night. Everybody's all the Irish people are at the Catholic mass, and so obviously they're going to go to the bar right after mass, which is so funny. What's <laughs> <laughs> well, what I don't get is is it is it um, is it stereotype if they're the ones doing it to them? Like they produce the film, yeah. so is it? Technically, a stereotype, or is it just being like, f- let's film our normal life? <laughs> I think it's just them filming what's already going on. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> someone let us know. Does this happen? 
my <laughs> on my dad's side of the <clears throat> on my dad's side of the family, my my Irish grandma would would have fallen right in step. She would have just left mass and gone right to the bar. So uh, I'm pretty sure it's normal. <laughs> and like, are you getting drunk too? So you won't get in? Like what? What are you talking about? It's <laughs> a normal Saturday night. <laughs> well, every Saturday night. There's a thin line between Saturday night and Sunday morning. You just have to know when it is. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, this brought up a question for me. That like, oh, this scene where they, you know, they do this. Were there no kids in this town? Like, was there no children anywhere in this town whatsoever? And if there, if there was, were all the parents just like, eh, screw it, let's get, let's just get drunk. They'll, they'll be fine. They fed them I never even, I didn't even think about that. We we do get here. We do get to hear why they're alone, though, because there's an income, incoming storm. So any yeah. help that would come from outside the island uh, cannot make it to the island uh, because of, of the of the waves and all. Mm-hmm. Uh, and actually, while they were filming this, they actually had really pretty bad weather. Um, they had one of the worst winters when they decided to go um, film this. So. And there actually is footage of this. This is not just me taking a, someone's word for it from from YouTube. There is there is some footage where, where they're like it's all frozen and there's just there's snow everywhere. And oh, wow. um, that's also everybody was like, we love the film making the film is just sucked when we were there actually in uh-huh. the in the town because everything was um, was frozen over. It must have been so cold. Um, like, and they're running around like it's summertime or spring or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then again, like us as Americans, when we see a beach, we, 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 I think tend to, to, um, associate that with warmth. Right. Mm -hmm. But that's not the case. That's not always the case. There's places where it's cold and you're on a beach. Yeah. Here in the Pacific Northwest, for sure. (laughs) Yeah. Well, not not that I would know, but here in Texas, it's always hot. Right. But, (laughs) (laughs) right. Right. Um, Am I skipping anything? Have I skipped anything that you guys wanted to talk about? No, I don't think so. So this this movie is like it's a what uh, two hours long? Yeah, right. Uh, uh, right. It's 94, 94 minutes. Yeah, ninety four minutes. Um, I feel like it went by quickly, but when I was like, man, this, a lot has happened in these ninety four minutes. Yeah. Uh, so they get to the point where they figure out how to defeat the, or how to, I guess, stay immune from the grabbers at around the 25 minute mark, I think mm-hmm. 25, 30 minute mark. And then from there on, it's uh, them just trying to f- figure out how to make sure that they um, are able to move the people into location where they can't, they cannot um, get eaten by or, or I guess, they what they do is they, they drink the blood out of the people, right? Which is yeah. why this is which is why they they wouldn't figure out that they're that they're toxic until they try to actually um, suck their blood. Uh, Doctor Smith comes out covered and covered and um, oh, drunk off his ass actually, wanting to just to to look at the the grabber and just admire it and like, oh, he's so beautiful. He's just an animal. He wants to he wants a picture. picture. Yeah, he just wants pictures. <laughs> picture. <laughs> and then. Um, you see, he's not. He doesn't want to hurt us. And then, bam, um, throws him across the moon or something. Uh, I'm As not sure where say, he lands. So I'm, I'm pretty sure he's dead. <laughs> what was that, John? I said, "As the kids would say, yeet." <laughs> <laughs> he got yeeted. <laughs> the got yeeted. Him. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, that's one of those things. Like the comedy in this is not like slapstick comedy, for the most part. It's um, how how would you how would y'all? It it it's it it, it kind of falls in step like it's like action comedy, romance action comedy romance. It's but it kind of hits you in a fast in a fast movement. Like there's always there's there's a beat every 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 moment is one of those things. But then the comedy that does hit isn't it's not like over the head comedy. It's just like very kind of subtle. It's like but. Well, it's like in in um, like Shaun of the Dead and and even Hot Fuzz. It, that's a different type of comedy than that. Yeah, it's um, I think the most slapstick is probably this this where it just came out of nowhere where he he oh. kind of just throws them out into the middle of the ocean, <laughs> and Doctor Smith is no longer with us. And even the the whole um, 
the, was it the bar owner, right? The one that grabs the the, the super soaker trying to turn a yeah, turn it into yeah. a flamethrower. Yeah, yeah. Um, even that, um, that part, that comedic element uh, seems different from the whole go away, Doctor Smith, and throws them out into the ocean. Uh, it doesn't seem like it's trying so hard to be funny. It's just like it's just it's funny because it's funny. It's it's funny because I, I can imagine a drunk guy doing that. Like he's <laughs> plastered, right? He's like, I, I got this. I don't got this. <laughs> I, I'm, I, oh, bad idea. <laughs> yeah. Like um, as he's as he's lighting the candle on the end of that super soaker and running out there, I'm sitting there thinking to myself, "It's raining outside. That thing's gonna go out." He's running pretty fast. Yeah, he's falling down. It's gonna go out. And then all of a sudden, he realizes, "Crap." <laughs> the thing is, that they didn't try that. They didn't try it out to see if it will work. Because no. I don't know if. I feel like that thing would just if you actually put petrol in there and squirt it out, wouldn't your gun just catch fire? <laughs> yes, it would just fire back <laughs> at you. John speaks like he knows from experience, and I, I'm going to say he's probably right. No comment. <laughs> so uh, we're at, at the end of the film, right? Um, oh, hold up! Before you go there, right at the at, at this point, this is where they're 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 in the car talking, and this is where. The bad boy shield of armor kind of goes down because she and and she starts to um, uh, uh, Ruth like uh, Lisa Nolan starts talking to to him about why she's on the island and this is yeah. why she's probably into this dude. She's into this bad boy because she's got parents that love her sister and she's looking at like holds her sister in a higher regards of like a, of the better sister and she's like, oh mm-hmm. man, the only way I can get their attention is to be with a bad dude. <laughs> well, it's also she uh, comes on to him. She fancies him. She says, yeah. and he's like, "This yeah. is probably not. Uh, this is probably my my uh, my dream to happen, but this is probably not the best time to do it." Because he decides not to get drunk, right? He decides yeah. not to. Uh, he's gonna stay as sober as he can because yeah. he's probably already. He's probably still have alcohol in the system um, to be able to coordinate the town's defenses. Yeah. yeah. Um, let everybody else become drunk. So at, at at the end of the movie, I thought he was going to end up having to to sacrifice himself since he's not drunk. Right, um, right. Which he almost does. He almost does. Um, he he's fighting the the king the king grabber. Uh, when he when she comes in and saves his life with the with the bulldozer, and yeah. she and he's going he's going up to meet her. I'm like he's gonna say something. They're gonna kiss, and all of a sudden he's gonna look down, and it's gonna have him by the leg or something. Uh, <laughs> not as subtle. It just it just grabs him right away. Ba <laughs> uh, Yeah, so I was I was thinking it was gonna be real subtle, so you won't be able to see it. You won't be able to to see what's going on. And uh, no, no, they they decided just make it pretty obvious. Uh, this is where he I, throws the uh, alcohol down the throat. Yeah, see, I thought he was gonna chug the alcohol as like drink it all real quick. So when the grabber ate him, it was gonna, that would kill it. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, he, I, I thought he was gonna sacrifice uh-huh. himself, but do it by getting trashed real quick off that alcohol. Yeah, because they they stated earlier saying that you know it has to be part of your blood system to make it toxic, mm-hmm. uh-huh. but then they just pour it in his throat and it you know gets him. Mm-hmm. I thought it, I thought he was gonna throw the flare into its mouth. Right after, I feel like I feel like that Patty's brew is pretty flammable. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. would, I would think so. I think they're going to jaws, jaws the the grabber. Right, right. Um, That'd have been cool too. <laughs> so, um, that's that's pretty much it. That's how they 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 fin- end up taking it out, right? Uh, I'm not missing anything yeah. here. No, they they pour alcohol and then they they they, they he blows up the thing and it dies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's um, just with the flare gun and bam. And of course, now they're they're together. Um, they've they've. In the last hour and a half, they they fallen in love and they're gonna be together. She's gonna ask her uh, to stay there. Um, well, the way he he asked her to stay is like, well, what are you gonna do? And like, probably uh, head home or something like that. Well, you know, if you live here, you'd be home already. Mm-hmm. Something like that, right? Real yeah, smooth. Classy. Yeah, <laughs> real smooth lines. <laughs> and and um, he's offering her like gifts, like the dead doctor's dog. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. You can't, you can't not fall in love if someone's giving you a dead doctor's dog. It's, 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 it's kismet. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> hey, you know, I know the doctor was into you too, and you know, he had a dog. He's gone. Let's go get that dog. Yeah. <laughs> Unknown to everybody, there are some grabber eggs buried in the beach, um, yes. looking like about they're about to hatch. 
Well, Patty knows because Patty found him uh, in the scene with the, the cave. So Patty knows they're there. Patty's a jerk. He's, like, He's he didn't say anything. <laughs> yeah, Patty knows everything. But then again, he might he might not remember what's real and what's not, right? Well, no, but he's pretty he's pretty um, what's it called? Functional he's pretty, for he's an alcoholic. Yeah, he's pretty functional yeah. for for how much he drinks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm pretty sure if you can survive on Patty's brew, um, <laughs> they say. Well, here, look, I found a, a word that they use. Uh, potin, potin, potin. I'm looking it up here. Um, it's a traditional Irish distilled beverage. Um, Let's see. What is it normally at? Legal status. Oh, crap. Um, <laughs> let's see that. No, it isn't. It just says that there's a couple of different, different spirits labeled as poteen. Um, yeah. So I thought I was going to say it's been, it's been, uh, it's been criminalized in the last, for the last hundred years because of how, how strong it is or something. But <laughs> <laughs> I like when he brought it in and like the barkeep like saw that he had it and he's like, What are you doing with that? <laughs> All up in arms. Now, did did the um lady at the bar she was not this guy's um uh, what's his name? Kyrian? Kyrian? Yeah. Um that's not his ex, is it? No. No, I don't think they were No. Because she said that no, she did say that her parents said that why are you wasting your time with him? But I don't think it's I don't think it's that's the ex that left them. Yeah, I don't. No, no, she was uh, she was married to the bar owner. Yeah, yeah. And but, that actress was also in Pulp Fiction. Oh yeah, she played Trudy in Pulp Fiction. Oh, okay, <laughs> cool. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't even catch that. I had to look it up, but I was like, she looks, she looks really familiar. I recognize that face. I'm like, oh, it's Pulp Fiction. Okay, it's Trudy. After I looked it up, I was like, ah, that all makes sense now. <laughs> um. Overall, overall, uh, I I give this this movie a, a good a good seven and a half to eight. Um, I really enjoyed it, and uh, especially for uh, a creature feature, uh, not all creature features are, are are made equally. And I think this this movie is a lot better than than what it received. I, I feel like it really did deserve um, much much more than what it got. Oh yeah. I liked it. I, I I agree with that. I think it's a good seven. Right. I had a lot of fun watching it. It it was a creature feature that didn't take itself too seriously, but was serious enough to where it wasn't just like ridiculously stupid. Mm-hmm. And the special effects. I mean, this movie was made eight years ago, and they still looked. I mean, they looked fine. It, it was, I didn't see any problem with the with the effects. Was, that team did a great job, and it had the right, as Greg was saying, it had the right beats. You know, it it beat you through the you know comedy, the horror, the action, the the romance, all through without any one of those things becoming too overbearing for the whole overall plot. And I, I'm actually rather, rather glad that I, I found this film and, and watched it. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. Um, uh, I, it was definitely one that I'd recommend to somebody if they were looking for something like I, like I said, I, I enjoyed the, uh, the horror aspect. It had a, it had a nice suspense feel, it had a good, uh, a good action, uh, amount of action to it for, for the horror geek in me that likes the, the, all those different, you know, uses of, of uh, um, practical and special and you know, CGI effects that Mary does up really good. And then you know the love, the love story. It's kind of it, it's cheesy, but I like those Hallmark movies. So it it hit me in the it hit me in the spaces, you know. Although it seemed a little far fetched in some places in that love story aspect. Oh, the rest of it totally made sense. Totally, like I mean, <laughs> you know, all the monster stuff made sense. <laughs> love story a little, you know, a little fishy. But um, a little accelerated, <laughs> what, I, what I would say, a little, fishy. <laughs> a little accelerated. Yes, not fishy. Sorry, <laughs> David. Uh, I really enjoyed this movie. Great creature feature. Um, it felt like early Simon Pegg and Edgar Wright movies. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. really, and I mean, of course, it's in that same vein of like humor and whatnot. Um, and I want to go watch more of this director's films. He came out with one three years ago called robot overlords with Ben Kingsley and Gillian Anderson or Gillian Anderson. What? Uh, yeah. <laughs> it looks amazing. Uh, I need more of this director. And I just feel like if this is what he did eight years ago, like, you know, give him a few more years. He'll be on bigger screens. I didn't even say the, the name of the, the director. John Wright is, is the, um, is the director. He doesn't have 
that big of a of a page on Wikipedia. I looked them up real quick here. Um, it just says this is what he's done. <laughs> That's it. Um, yeah, I see robot overloads. I want to see what that is. Oh, that looks that looks good. Yeah, I want to go check it out and put it in my. It's watch. basically what it's labeled: robot overlords. Hello, Saturday. You know, it, we got time on our hands, people. We can watch these movies. <laughs> now, this, this movie didn't come out over here, did it? I'm gonna find it. <laughs> I don't think it came out over here. I'm pretty sure it's. I think I would have remembered seeing this this film. It looks. It looks. Uh... I think you, I think I've seen this movie at the dollar store. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's a UK film. Um... Yeah, I don't think it, I don't think it appeared over here. Where to watch? The Guardian compared the film to another well-known British science fiction franchise, saying it plays like a slightly more sweary episode of Doctor Who. Okay, cool. It's on, it's on Prime, so if people have Prime out there, you can watch it on Prime. Oh, nice! And all you got to do is compare it to Doctor Who, and I'll watch it. <laughs> Solo sold. Yeah, I'm there sold. I'm sold. This is not like last week where I where I try to sell it to Lainey, and she's like, nope. I'm not going to watch it. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> we went on a diatribe for like five minutes about Doctor Who, and she was like, at the end of it, still not, nope, not going to watch it. Like, done. You explained enough for me, so that's um, that, that's all I need to know. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, the way this film ended, uh, it, should, it should lead to a part two, a sequel. And uh, the director did come out and say he was not interested in a sequel because he feels that the first one is perfect the way it was. Um, so he does not feel like a sequel would play do justice to the film. It would actually cheapen it. So if we do get a, a sequel, it's going to be from a different director, at yeah. least at least right now. You know, that can always change um, later on. Uh, would you all be interested in a sequel or do you think... Or, I mean, sometimes I feel like the sequels are are do. I'm not. I'm not gonna say ruined the, the film because I'm. I'm never one to say another. Some one thing ruins another thing, but it. It kind of. Um, it doesn't live up to to the lore that the first one does, so I'm okay if it doesn't get a sequel. If we do get a sequel, I'm just hoping that it's just as good. Yeah, I don't think it needs a sequel. I think the movie tells all needs to tell and. Really, if it, unless they add some kind of new element to the, the monsters there, there's not really any point for a sequel because it would just be the same thing. Right? Oh, they're back. Let's get drunk and do it and just be, you know, another rehash of the same thing. So they have to they have to write it in a way to where there's something, some new element that makes it either more difficult or more interesting. I mean, if it came out with a sequel, I'd probably I mean, I'd, I'd watch it, but I don't think it needs one. Yeah, I mean, I feel like sequels are like a very American thing of in storytelling and movies where it's like. This one did really well. Let's make seven more Sharknados, you know? Like one. <laughs> right. <laughs> Sorry Grab to Sharknado Nado. fans out there. Yeah. Uh, Grabbers was great with one and done. That's it. That's all I need. Well, like I said, Grabnado. Well, it uh, would be a hurricane, right? Probably over there. <laughs> Probably. Okay, I'm gonna go off. I'm gonna go off the rails on this one. I'm gonna I'm gonna go totally sideways and squirrely from what everyone else just said. Uh, I was on uh, a, a podcast by uh, uh, my junior brains co-writer, Mike Tanner, uh, Burn After Pitching, and their whole entire premise is pitching sequels and other weird things off of things that, you know, the content of something else. So if Grabbers did do a sequel, I would say it would be in the future uh, where there it, it would be during the holiday season and people are on the island and we see children there and children have to, I like to write children, obviously. I write a, a kid's book. But where children are now having to figure out how to fight these grabbers, but in the most childlike, Goonies-esque, Home Alone, stylistic ways. Okay? I was going to say, so the kids get drunk? No, no. <laughs> so a bunch of drunk toddlers? No, no, no. But they're, but they're I, I would say they're, they're, more, like, they're, they're all in that, that, that bracket of like 15 to, you know, to 18 and stuff like that. So they're, they're all in that, that bracket. Of, uh, of of high school aged kids and you know the I would say culturally speaking uh, alcohol in in the the UK and in Europe is a little more relaxed mm-hmm. so <laughs> but 
I could see, I could see, I could see a grabber sequel with that type of tone. And that all I'm seeing is great. Watch a movie with a bunch of drunk kids in it. No, 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 that they're not, they're not, they're not drinking. They're fighting these monsters other ways. They can go the uh, attack of the killer tomato route and make the grabbers infest the humans. You know how the first, I don't, I don't know. Did you all see attack of the killer tomatoes? Um, oh yeah. Where the yeah, first movie is just giant tomatoes running around killing people. The second one. Now they're people. The tomatoes are people. So we're here. Funny story about that movie. Yeah. Go ahead. When I was a kid and that came out in the nineties and I was younger, I watched it. I was hilarious, but in my brain, I can never distinguish between Attack of the Killer Tomatoes and Fried Green Tomatoes. <laughs> so my brain was the same movie, <laughs> which was very odd when I watched the other one later on. <laughs> and I yeah, it was Attack the of the one. Fried Green Tomatoes. Right. So, uh, so did you ever watch the cartoon? Watch what? Cartoon? No. The, the cartoon had two the seasons, cartoon. Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. I did watch the cartoon. Yeah, I, I forgot about that. <laughs> John Aston plays the plays the the um the doctor that does the tomato stuff. Oh wow! <laughs> so Gomez Adams. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Nice. Which I never put it together that that that's Sean Aston's. Uh, I think adopted dad. Yeah, yeah. I had never I never like knew that 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 they had that relationship. <laughs> pretty cool. So um. Anything you guys want to add here uh, for grabbers? I got one thing left to add. What? Just to bring this all back around to the beginning of the conversation, David Pierce, who plays the bar owner, mm-hmm. uh, also starred in a t- Titanic movie in uh, in 2012 or TV show. <laughs> oh wow! <That's> a <laughs> <laughs> that was the Ice Titanic TV show. A t- Titanic Blood and Steel TV TV miniseries. Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> What? That is awesome. I'm guessing. I'm guessing it's a BBC thing. Yeah, it's a British thing. But yeah. Okay, I was gonna say I never heard of that. I can't even click on his name. I was gonna go look for it. Appeared <laughs> to bring it all back around to the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> like to bring it back to the beginning. I haven't. Re- I have not been recording the last ten minutes. What? Oh no! Gosh. <laughs> is this how you do it? Um, Take three. Uh, so yeah, John. Um, once again, if, just to repeat here, where can people find you um, on either social media or wherever people can get a hold of you or anything like that? However, whatever you want to give us. <laughs> sure, on social media, if you just search Y two C L, just Y number two C L, you'll find me on Instagram or on Twitter or anywhere else that I have social media. Uh, you can find me specifically on Y two C L dot net, where you can see my artwork and my comics. And if you want to hear more of my voice. You can go to scpod.net, which is the, ho- the home of all my podcasts, or you can just search any podcatcher for Spoiler Country, and you'll find uh, more of my voice there. All right. I guess we're going to go ahead and leave it there. Remember to go ahead and follow us on social media at NerdsFCC. Uh, Greg, what is your your uh, Twitter? Uh, th- that Amazing Twit or GK Wordsmith. And right now I am pumping Starlight Comic Kickstarter, so uh, you can go to the Starlight Comic Kickstarter page and uh and go check it out and uh because we're getting so close i can't even believe like how how far we've gotten in this thing and it's been such a short amount of time so uh anybody that's listening that's backed us thank you so much uh and anyone that is interested in space cat pirates uh and superhero ex superhero (laughs) children who are kidnapped by those space cat pirates and everything else that comes along with starlight um, go check it out and spider wizards. Yeah. Spider wizards. Go check out the, check out the video, watch, watch that and, uh, and check out the page. And, uh, you know, we'd just be super excited. If you, if you're not, if you can't back it, go share it. That's all. <laughs> David, uh, check me out on Twitter at Davy Dave and go check out Starlight Kickstarter. I looked at it a lot. It's really good. Next David. time around, David's going to cut his man bun off. Oh Yeah. <laughs> That would, That's a big stretch oh. goal. <laughs> yeah, it's like, David, David, you know, David could get in on the, the shaving aspect of this. <laughs> I have more to lose than Greg. My, mine's down to my, my, my behind. I don't know. We have <laughs> listeners that would be interested in seeing this. <laughs> what Everybody we'll do is that we'll this. cut the man bun and make a wig for Greg. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be nice. I could use it. Keep your head warm.
Cool. All right, guys, remember to, to follow us on Facebook as well. Um, tell us what you all think. Make sure to, uh, if you guys um, show us that you've done a, a review for the podcast, we'll send you free stickers. And uh, we are getting ready to do the, um, the, the, the Patreon. So if you guys want to go ahead and, and back um, support the podcast that way, you can go ahead and do that in a, in a bit. But what you can do right now is you can actually head over to TeePublic and um, get some merch from uh, Nerds from the Crypt. We have yeah. uh, the new EC style comics, um, T-shirt and, and and stickers and so forth. But we also have our current logo as the uh, the T-shirts and 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 merch. But we also have the original Nerds from the Crypt uh, logo on there. So we have three different uh, T-shirts and and um, different branded uh, merch out there. You can get anything of that will help the the podcast continue. Not that it's in trouble or anything like that, but you know, any any little bit helps. <laughs> And you'll look hella cool while you're going out and doing your shopping and stuff. I've actually had people come to me and say, I, I was wearing my the one with the three skulls. Um, oh, yeah. And they're like, hey, that's a cool shirt. Like, yeah, go watch, go listen, go take a listen. And then they, they backed away because they were closer than six feet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we'll go ahead and leave it there. Um, and remember, your turn to be afraid. Are you a fan of things that go bump in the night? Chills up your spine, paralyzed by fright. Thrilled by horror at the center of a chat. Then welcome to the Nerds from the Crypt Podcast.